Well, good evening, everyone. Hello, my name is Matt, and uh, I work for this group, Soul Survivor, and just would love to start with saying two things. One, I've, I've sinned as soon as I came inside this place tonight. That's my first time since you have uh, renovated and, and, and done it all, and it's amazing. I really like it. So I just want to say I've covered it, and I'm sorry about that. I see all that you've done, and all that you even have a lift. Like, I've been that all day. That's just fun, wouldn't it? Okay, great. Um, well, I just... And on a... Not on a maybe on a more uh, encouraging note, with that, just want to say, well done. It, it is amazing. And I know it's been huge. And, um, yeah, so I just want to say it's great. Yay? Good night. Okay. Uh, second thing I'd love to say is thank you, too, for your support of our ministry, Soul Survivor. So uh, for those not sure uh, what we do, uh, for the last 19 years we have been sending out teams like tonight to come to churches and encourage God's people and what we love to say in word, spirit and action. So walking closely with Jesus the word, being filled by his spirit every day in order that we continue to do the actions of Jesus only on Sundays. Every day. And uh, what we do uh, as well as a ministry is what you support us in is we run uh, two camps. One is, well, it's a young adults retreat. It's not a camp. Uh, but we run the retreat in August. And then in April, we run, we run uh, a conference for young people. And thank you. Uh, you send your team and you come and help us. And want to say thank you very much. Over 400 young people came to the April camp this year. And lots of people came to Christ, lots of people who didn't know who the Holy Spirit was, uh, opened their lives to him as well, and lots of people did, um, well, everyone was forced to do actions of the gospel, <laughs> so, which was excellent. They're called projects, and uh, lots of different ways to help people know about him, Jesus. So thank you for that, and, uh, and then we also run an, uh, an apprenticeship uh, it used to be called an internship, but now it's called an apprenticeship. So you help us to run that. And to, you also support us to have coffees with wonderful Jimmy and Cliff and, 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 and others. You, we'd love to have coffee. And uh, we want to support church leaders and, and youth pastors and young adult pastors because it's it's, sometimes it's a hard job, isn't it? Yep, staying enthusiastic, staying in step with the Lord. So it's just a pleasure to walk with you. So thank you. Your church financially and prayerfully supports us and want to say thank you very much. Um, little bit of vision just for us and for your prayers and also what you're supporting coming up here uh, for us is we really sense with God, uh, he's asking us like in the past... Um, God really put in our hearts to connect with the rural churches in New South Wales, which we did, and we still do, and we love that. But it's really put on our heart now with them to also uh, go and meet the Indigenous church in Australia. So literally, uh, coming up this week, it's on my... I, I get to do it for the first time this week. Start calling and uh, meeting and the Indigenous church leaders here in Sydney, uh, here in New South Wales. We've been working and friends with a group called Yarraban. I know some of you have been there too, uh, south of Cairns. 
Uh, we've been ministering with them, they're ministering with us, so we're going to continue that. But um, over the next 12 months in particular, we want to show our young people, the 400 young people, uh, basically that the Indigenous Church is beautiful, just like you are. And uh, we want you to, uh, for anyone who was like me, who might be a bit afraid of them, want you not to be afraid of them. Uh, for those who, if it's anyone like me who is ignorant uh, of what it means for them to worship the Lord in Australia, I have found it really enlightening and helpful to understand what it means for them to worship Jesus and share about Jesus the, the specific challenges they have that I don't have. Uh, I've got other ones. But yeah, just that's our next little journey over the 12 months to uh, specifically highlight and share and meet them. And, and any of you are very welcome to come with us at any time on our little trips um, if you'd love to come and meet them. Uh, <coughs> I just would love to sort of just add to that that when I went and met uh, my first Indigenous church family, which is in Yarrabah, I was petrified. I was, and, and that's because I grew up afraid of the Indigenous people um, through my ignorance and also through how they were painted to me. And so I, was, I just didn't want to go. Uh, but in going and meeting them and playing tip footy and opening the Bible uh, with them, I literally, God transformed me even more. And he's got a lot more to do in me. But just to say, um, to share that with you, and that's a bit of vision what you're supporting us to do. Okay, great. Have you got the Bible still open? (coughs) Sorry. It's... if. If I don't finish, I notice that of origins on. Great. <coughs> if I don't get to finish. Okay. What I'd love to do tonight is to encourage you and, and all of us to encourage us in staying in step with the Spirit. Staying in step with the Spirit. Okay. In your little groups, what do you feel like you've got to keep up with? Or who do you feel like you've got to keep up with? This could be happening all night. Do you want the jug up there? Or do you want no, because I'll come to you. <coughs> Who or what do you feel you've got to keep up to date with? Come on. 60 more seconds, chatting, and then get some examples. Okay. All right. All Saints Bow Gala. Call out. Who or what are some things you feel like you've got to keep up with? Sorry, sport. Yep. The news. 
what's going on in people's lives. What else? Come on. Expectations. Yep. Come on, dob your friend in. What did they say? Oh, the financial market. (laughs) All right. Braden works in that land in the city. It's fun. E. Great. Um, Others? What do you got to keep up with? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Dan, you need to be set free from this. Five more weeks. Oh, right. Oh, fantastic. Excellent. Great. Yes. Anyone else? Something different? Who or what do you feel like you've got to keep up with? Homework? Sorry? What the kids find cool at school? Yes. What's new on Netflix? For those of us that have it. Yes. Uh, Others? One more. Josh. Snapchat. (laughs) Snapchat streaks. What's that? Joking, kind of, no, okay, all right, there's this life, there is this life, isn't there, that Jesus wants you to have, there's this life that he wants you to have, and I believe over the last, Jimmy, how many weeks, we've been looking at, seven to eight weeks, we've been look, you've been looking at the way some people choose to live their life, and um, through, through those different sins, those different things that people give their lives over to. But there's this life, and as you've been uh, reminding yourself, there's this life that Jesus wants us to have. And I guess I'm asking you tonight, are you feeling like you're keeping in step with him? Are you keeping up with him? What does that mean to you at the moment? And it's quite okay whatever you say tonight... But wherever you're at with keeping in step with the Spirit, would you like it to be a bit better? Would you like to be a bit more up to speed with Jesus? Would you like to be a bit more up to uh, speed with the Holy Spirit who is trying to help you experience goodness, patience, love, self-control, all these things we've just read and heard the Holy Spirit, when we stay in, in step with him, these are the things that we can experience uh, here, right, and now. And it's this good life Jesus wants us to have, to stay in step with the Spirit and experience all this goodness of Jesus. Now, it's quite uh, normal at the moment to ask when, with people in this question, how are you going with uh, keeping up to speed with the Spirit and How are you experiencing these different things that the the Lord would love you to experience? And that people would say, well, look, I'm just too busy. I'm just too busy. What do you mean? Well, I'm just too busy. Everything is filled. So how am I meant to fit Jesus in? And I'm wondering if anyone is in that camp, if you would reconsider that. And put Jesus back in the center and let anything around that fit in 
if it has to. But I just want to say um, uh, with, with that, that this, this thing about being busy, it's not a mark of honour. It's not a badge of honour. It's not like I've made it because I am busy. It's like, no, you're busy because, um, well, I don't know why you're busy. But some of the reasons why we get busy is because we are being lazy. So we're letting other people tell us how to fill up my calendar. Instead of you and me owning our calendar, sorry to be a bit boring for a second, talk about the calendar, right? But just owning the way you're going to live your Tuesday afternoon or your Saturday morning and going, you know what? I want to live this life that Jesus is calling me to that I've just read in his word. I want to take control and I want to be in step with the Spirit. And that might mean that I don't feel busy anymore. All right, so that's a little preface to just saying simply that what we want to do here in the time remaining tonight from God's Word is to encourage us to stay in step with the Spirit, and there are some challenges ahead of us. But I want to say in Word and Spirit and action, it's absolutely possible to experience this life Jesus wants us to have. It's absolutely possible. What's the Word part of this? And then we'll do the Spirit and the action part. The Word part of this is that the book of Galatians, when you read the whole book, um, it's to the people in Galatia. And Paul is trying to help a people who prefer to live by rules. He's trying to help them to say, you can't earn Jesus. You can't earn the Spirit. This is, this is a relationship with God through the Son, Jesus. And it's all a gift. And it requires faith but you can't earn it. It's really a lot easier in life, with God even, to just go, you know what, I'm just going to find out what the rules are with following Jesus. So apparently you need to have a, a devotion, a quiet time. It goes for about 15 minutes. I'm going to try and make sure I get that. I need to go Wednesday night, Friday night, and Sunday night to church, and that's all good and fine, and all these things are good and fine. But I'm just trying to make sure how many hours does it take for me to be a Christian, and I make sure I can, I can find out what those hours are and slot it in. And if you're not careful... You're not living by relationship with God anymore. You're feeling okay with God because you've ticked the boxes. And I don't know about you, but if your mate felt like you were treating them like that, I don't think they'd be happy. Hey, I Snapchat streaked you. Can you is that, that sounds bad. <laughs> I Snapchat you once a day. Isn't that enough? Is that what we would say to one another? Uh, okay, it was just a little example. <laughs> Trying to be with it. Uh, same with God. God, didn't I give you 15 minutes today? Didn't I, didn't I go to your meetings? Didn't I give, you know, towards the sign out the front and the pledge of the building? Didn't I do all these things for you? I feel okay with you, God, because of what I've done. And if you're not careful and if I'm not careful, I can slip into that. And that's not the way of God. That's not the way of the Spirit. 
the Holy Spirit is God living in us, living in us to have this relationship with Jesus, helping me to be intimate and close with him, helping me to know his goodness and his love and his faithfulness and all this good all this goodness the holy spirit is in me to keep me in a personal relationship with jesus and i know when i get out of step with him and i go for the sinful indulgences that are before me I noticed very well I sin. I needed to say the confession tonight. When I choose to not be led by the Spirit and to enjoy Jesus in a personal relationship with Him, when I choose to go and live by rules, I need to stop and need to realize oh, God, I'm sorry. I don't earn this gift that you've given me through rules, I don't earn this relationship by ticking the boxes. Your word says, Jesus, you live in me by your spirit. I would like to learn how to do that. In any relationship, this is why we have relationship counseling. This is why uh, before you get married, it's a good, uh, sorry to be a bit ahead of anyone but in, in life, but it's good to do some um, reading some books and thinking about how to relate because it is tricky. It's hard work. In a great way, um, relationships require daily staying engaged with one another. Yes, being present to each other. It's so much easier to vague out with God and go, I'll just turn up to church. I know how the routine goes. I'll do what you're asking me to do, but I might not be engaged with the singing, with the prayers, with the preach, with the prayer at the end, with dinner, because I'm just a bit checked out. And God doesn't want you and me to live like that. He really, really doesn't want us to live like that. So, what would it mean for you and me to be a bit more? Because the word says that Jesus, he's a gift. I have faith in him. He gives me his spirit. I don't want to live by rules. I want to live by relationship with him. Uh, so what would it mean to be a bit more led by his spirit at the moment for you and for me? Well, one little practical uh, example of this I wanted to bring is that I find with the time of singing that we just had and we're going to have again, that it's very important for me to go, okay, Matt, connect with God. Okay, Matt, be present here with Jesus. The words are going to appear hopefully up there on the screen. And um, they're just a prompter for me to remember what we're saying to God. And singing is just praying with music. Yes? So when I pray, when you asked us to pray before, I don't pray like... You know, I don't count the bricks. I can if I want to. Uh, and I'm guilty of doing it. But if you want me to pray, if you say, Matt, I want to pray with you, I, I believe, so here's the little things that happen, by the Spirit. I believe God is here with me by His Spirit. That's the truth, and this is, and, and also, it's what I believe. You know, I have my faith in the Lord, that He is present and He is here. I just be aware that He is here, that I don't always have to talk, that He might want to talk. I'd be aware when we're going to pray 
to, I can open my eyes when we pray, can't we? I can. Uh, I can close them to help me to, to concentrate that God is here and he's with us. And then here's the next one that I find I've always got to stay on top of. It's really easy for me in prayer to be like, I wonder if my prayer is going to make sense. I wonder if my prayer is going to like nail it. I wonder if my prayer you know, is going to impress the person. I can do a bit of theology in there as well. Um, I just, I'm a bit, I need help. And I need to relax. And I need to know this is not a test. And the same when it comes to singing, if I want to make sure this is not like Advanced Australia Fair, you know what that's like when we sing that, don't you? Right? Uh, I didn't say it in disrespect to the song. Just like when we asked to sing, Australians, right? Okay, you don't sing uh, your favourite songs on the radio like that in the car, do you? On the bus? In your imagination? Uh, You enjoy what you're singing. You enjoy what you're saying to God. And, and that's why when we come to a time of singing, it's quite okay if you want to close your eyes. It's quite okay if you want to put your hands, you know, up here or there or here or behind your back. It doesn't matter. But what does matter is you being engaged with the Spirit. You want the Spirit to lead you in prayer, yes? You want the Spirit to lead you as you open God's Word, you want the Spirit to lead you when we sing. Um, a young adults retreat two years ago, uh, on the Saturday night, a very sad thing happened in the campsite. Uh, the owners of the campsite, um, the, uh, the, uh, the to-be mum, she'd just given birth to her son and, um, and he died about four hours later after birth on the Saturday night of the retreat. Um, just a, a couple of k's away from the retreat. They came back to the campsite that night. Sunday morning, you know, we're making breakfast and uh, the campsite um, manager, who is different to the mum, comes over and says, Matt, we're not kind of going to be around today because we've just had a very sad thing happen and shared the story of what just happened. And so, look, Matt, probably at the end, you just let yourselves out. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not Christians. And I said, look, um, if it's okay, just love, you don't know, we'll be praying uh, for you and your family. And they said, thank you, lovely. And um, we have brekkie, and then we all gathered together to worship the Lord. And I just shared at the beginning of the meeting that this had happened in the campsite, and we stopped and we prayed, and we sang to God. And we didn't think another thing uh, of it, but the mum came and stood at, at the back doors uh, as we were singing. And she just stood there, and I, I saw her there, and we sang to God, and then uh, we only have 10-minute talks at retreat because then you go out and you have a think, and then we have small groups. And you have... So anyway, after the 10-minute talk, I, I see her walk away, and I go over to her. I just felt like I had to. It's kind of like being led by the Spirit. I just feel like I've got to do this, but it feels risky. So I just go out there and I say, hello. Um, and she was very um, kind. And she said, look, I'm not a Christian. I, I, she was up front. She said, I'm not a Christian, but I just want to say something to you if you want to pass back to those people. 
something was happening then. And I don't know what it was. Something was happening then. And I didn't see it as my golden opportunity to go, well, you know, and, and outline and get the book out and do the cliff and then the other cliff and two ways to live. I didn't see it as the opportunity to do that. But what I did, but I did say to her again, would you mind if we prayed? And she said, I would really love that. And I went back in, in, to the community and after lunch I told them what had happened. For us to be simply encouraged that when we are engaged with God in song, in word and in action, people experience or become aware of God. Jesus said, if you love one another, the world will know that you're my disciples. If you love one another. So for anyone in the room who's about to hit the winter blues and you come into church and you just need to, before you come in the doors, have a bit of a word moment, you know, God, in one of your Psalms, I just remember we're going to come in and give you praise tonight. And I want to be engaged with you in the whole meeting. I just want to encourage you, winter is real and we don't have to be um, ho-hum Christians in winter. We can be cold Christians, but not uh, Christians. And the reason why that can be the case is not because of hype. It's because Jesus is alive and well, living in you by his spirit. So in his word, we're going we're gonna to stand on his word. By his spirit, we're going to learn to be engaged with God in the spirit. And then the actions of that, I just think in singing is what I just wanted to pinpoint tonight, will become real. You know when you're meeting with a friend when they're looking through you. Do you ever have, a, have that experience? You're talking about the footy and they're just looking straight through. I'm just picking on State of Origin. I could, you're talking about the deep things of your soul. And they're just looking straight through you and you're going, there's this, I'm a Wayne's World fan and in the movie there's this moment where this happens and Wayne says, you're not listening to me, are you? I think you're a nango. And just start saying all these things back to the guy because he's not listening. And um, I just feel <laughs> at times it's like that with friends. It's like that with family members. You're not listening to me, are you? And I just want to encourage us on this action point with singing in worship with God, that staying engaged with the Spirit, that we would be, Lord, I'm finding this song really hard to sing to you tonight because I'm really disappointed. Or God, I'm finding this song really hard to sing to you tonight because I feel like I'm doing everything for you, but you're just not showing up. I mean, we don't like saying this. Or God, I feel like I keep inviting my mates to come to church and they just won't come and I don't feel like singing it. And so I'd just love to say to you, welcome to the club but where we want to choose to say, even though I don't feel great, you deserve praise. And I don't want to be God where I'm just sort of staring through and past you. And so I find with my mates or with my family members, if they're not listening to me, I will stop. I stop and then they're like, huh? And then we re-engage. And it's quite okay when we sing 
if you need to stop, think, like Braden won't be upset. He'll be a little bit upset, but not majorly upset. Or your, your worship leaders who lead here, uh, that we stop, we re-engage and go for it. Because to lead a whole song where we look like with God, we're looking past him, it's a bit depressing. To have a prayer meeting where it just feels like no one's into this, it's just really hard work. And I understand it, but I guess I'm just asking for us to choose differently. To be led by the Spirit, to run with the Spirit, to say to God, this is tough, but I'm going to give you praise, is being in step with the Spirit. So what do you feel like you need to do, particularly with singing worship? What do you feel like uh, you need to do? Do you need to maybe try something new with God? Do you need um, to just stop and, and just say to God a few things and, and then to go for it with him? For, for those of you who just feel it's a bit weird that we stop and close our eyes and, and lift hands, I, I just want to say I understand that. I found shaking hands with people very normal and okay, but like moving to the fist pump or, you know, a side hug or if it's child safety and all, that's good. Um, uh, I found it a bit liberating. And with God, when I was 15, I didn't want to do it, but when I tried it, when I tried physically saying to God, you're great, when I tried physically saying to God, I, I really love you, and I wanted to kneel, or whatever it was, I just found my relationship with God get deeper. And yes, I felt funny in front of others, but I feel funny being a Christian in the streets with my friends. So I prefer not to feel funny in here. Yeah? I hope all of this, as I'm coming to finish, I hope all of this means if we will do this together with God, that our times of singing will really lift. What do you mean? We'll, we'll be more engaged. Are you calling us not engaged? I have no idea. I was at the front. I didn't turn around. I didn't want to. But wherever we're at, at whatever stage, God is here. He's among us. He deserves our whole attention. And when we're led by the Spirit, we're not going to touch these sins. Because the Spirit is leading us into the goodness of God. I didn't want to mention all the sins because you've just been doing that for the last seven weeks, right? And, but I just want to mention into this being led by the Spirit as the last seven weeks have been about. Let's choose this life Jesus wants you to have. Would the band like to come up? And would you like to assume a position with God? You could stand, you can kneel, you can sit. Um, but we've got a couple of songs um, that we think we're going to play and um, because we're organized at the last minute. And um, I say that a little bit cheekily because we do want to be organized. That's not uh, Being led by the Spirit is being organized. But we also just want to make space for like, maybe the Lord will say, do this or do that. But I don't know what he's going to do. So why don't we all do that together? Why don't we all find out in this next 10, 15 minutes what the Lord wants to do? And I know Jimmy and Peter...
are going to walk to the back uh, during this time of singing where if you would love prayer, if you'd even like to say to God, I have no idea what that guy was talking about tonight, but I hear it's in the word and I want it. Then that's what I did uh, and still do and and ask God for his help before I do another week out there, so to speak. So Jimmy and Peter are going to walk up to the back. Um, and why don't you assume a position you would like to before the Lord? And after these 10 minutes, then Daniel will come up and lead us from there.